0: Hey guys, thank you so much for joining me. Today we've got an absolute cracker. Uh, we're going to be talking about fiber as part of our fat loss nutrition series. So uh, let's start by just quickly outlining what it is that you need to know. To start with, we need to know why it is that you should be eating as much fiber as possible in the effort to lose fat. Uh, and also we're going to start talking a little bit more about what kinds of foods are high in fiber and how you can add them in. So. To begin with, what we're going to do is we're going to run through the problem. Now, the problem is, is that a lot of our food, as we've already spoken about, is, is refined. And that is not necessarily a good thing because our bodies aren't necessarily good at dealing with food that doesn't come in its original form. This can kind of lead to a little bit of a, of a broken connection between our brain and what our stomach's telling us. And it can also lead to a bit of a broken connection from our stomach. So we're getting mixed signals in terms of whether we know that we're full or not. We should you know: should we be feeling hungry? Should we be feeling full? Um, what kinds of you know of food decisions should we be making based on how we're feeling? So it's really difficult to actually work that out unless you're eating the right kinds of things. So what we're going to do is we're gonna run through eight reasons to eat more fiber and then I'm gonna run through uh, some advice on which foods are the best in order to to increase your fiber and then we're also gonna quickly just touch on how you can identify which are the best choices within those groups. So let's start with dilution. So by increasing fiber, you're actually adding to the calorie-free mass of your diet. And to put very simply, uh, humans seem to have a certain amount of food depending on how big you are, um, but a certain amount of food that they need to consume in order to feel satiated and full. Um, the more that you can actually, you know, increase that or fill that amount with fibre, the more you're going to be consuming food which has a weight and a volume but no calories. So very simply, you're going to reduce the amount of calories you're eating by simply eating more fibre. The second thing is distension. So fiber actually, because it fills you up, it leads to more physical fullness, which leads to greater food satisfaction. So less hunger because you actually feel like you've got that feeling in your stomach that makes you feel full and happy and satisfied, all that kind of stuff. The next one is delay. So actually, as you know, as di- you know, fiber is difficult to digest. It actually starts to slow down the absorption. Uh, and means that you get more more even energy and fewer dips in energy. Now, we all know that if you go way too long without eating, then you start to make really crappy decisions with food. Um, And so what fiber does is it kind of slows everything down a bit. It helps you to release energy slowly uh, and keeps you on an even keel so that you're actually making better decisions. And you're not, well, more importantly, you're not making bad decisions. Right, the next one, and this is one of my favorites, Excuse excuse the phrase, but it's dumping. Um, fiber actually wraps up carbohydrate and fat calories in your intestines and then drags them down into the lower part of your intestine. You actually in terms of calories, it's not what you eat, but actually it's what you absorb and sort of by increasing your fiber intake, you can actually absorb or you can actually stop the absorption of up to 10% of the calories that you eat. now, That may not sound like a lot, but if you're eating two and a half thousand calories a day, if in a high fiber diet, that might mean that 250 of those calories are not actually being absorbed, which can make a massive difference. Compare that with somebody who's not eating much fiber at all; um, they, you know, they will have a significantly different effect, even though they're eating exactly the same amount of food. The next one, and this is my personal favourite, is the ileal break. Now. It has been said, I'm in the way a bit here, it has been said that the activation of the ileal brake has profound effects on satiety and food intake, and that's the Journal of Clinical Nutrition. The ileal break is basically, the ileum is part of your uh, of your digestive system, it's part of your intestines, and the ileal break is something that happens when food stuff that's been pulled down to the lower part of the intestines by... By fibre, actually activates a trigger in your in your stomach that starts to reduce satiety, um, so increase satiety and reduce food intake. So by actually dragging calories that far down your into your stomach, your brain starts to think, well, actually, I must have a ton of calories here because all of it's coming down. This is a really good thing for us because it effectively really it really reduces the amount of hunger that you feel. It massively reduces food cravings and it helps people to actually eat less food whilst feeling satisfied. So this is a big one. The next one is anorexigenic, I said it, anorexogenic hormones. Now, anorexogenic sounds bad in you know common parlance it's not a good thing Uh, but in the sake of trying to lose weight anorexogenic hormones are actually good so they are things that naturally help to control our body weight Uh, as our body weight goes up naturally our anorexogenic hormones increase which reduces our need to eat and so we manage our body weight the problem is is that without fiber this doesn't quite get get activated as much so if you're on a low fiber diet and you're eating sort of ice cream and um, sort of all that kind of, well, you, know what, you know what it is, low fiber foods, uh, you don't actually get this um, this sort of kickback from your body to tell you that you've eaten too much. Whereas, put it in another perspective, if you ate a whole bunch of bananas and beans and potatoes and things like that, you'd probably get quite full and you'd stop. Um, so what actually happens is bacteria in your intestine, which feed on fiber, um, produce anorexogenic waste products, which actually help to Upregulate the anorexogenic hormones and help us to basically eat less, which is good. Next one is your resting metabolic rate. So, high fiber diets can actually help to mitigate the reduction in metabolism associated with weight loss. Put simply, that means that as you start to lose weight, generally speaking, people's sort of resting metabolic rate starts to reduce, and that's normal because the as you become a smaller person you requ- you need less energy in order to keep you going so that's totally fine that's totally normal what can happen though is if that you don't if you don't give yourself enough fiber your metabolism can drop more sharply so what we want to do is you want to make sure that when we're eating in a calorie deficit we're actually eating tons of fiber because it means it keeps our metabolism as high as possible while we're losing weight which is a very good thing and the last one and this one isn't going to make that much difference but it does make some difference so Uh, High-fibre diets are actually more demanding on your intestines so because there's a bigger mass of things of stuff passing through your intestines It requires more contractions into your stomach to actually help to digest it and move it along And so it uses more energy in the process So that's eight reasons as to why eating a high-fibre diet will help you to lose more weight more quickly So what are high-fibre foods put simply? plant foods. So the only only foods that have uh, fiber are plants because plants are the only things that have cell walls which is where fiber comes from. So we're looking at things like from the top, these are the most fiber rich and the things I want you to be eating the most of. And at the bottom are the least fiber rich while still high fiber foods uh, that I want you to be eating less of. So at the top you've got things like beans, lentils and chickpeas, very simple, very straightforward. Absolutely amazing food for helping you to lose weight. They're very low in calorie, very very satiating, um, and you know if you're having a bean chili or a curry or something, they're delicious as well. So all good. Uh, next thing is say for example intact whole grains. So that might be having oats. So having porridge for breakfast, or um, it's not technically a grain I suppose, but uh, corn, um, sort of sweet corn that kind of thing, or even. Having sort of things like uh, pearl barley, stirring it into a stew. Adding in some whole grains which are intact and not been milled uh, is a big one to help you to increase your fiber intake. Root vegetables is fairly self explanatory. I would include potatoes in that. Uh, Intact nuts and seeds, so not nut butters. Um, So things like all nuts are fine. Uh, Seeds, quinoa is a seed and is very good Um, and is the kind of thing that you should be eating. Uh, But other than that, sort of normal seeds. Um, Fruits and other vegetables. Fruits and vegetables, things like leafy greens and stuff like that have some fiber in them, but they have nowhere near as much fiber in them as root veg and chickpeas and stuff like that. And then the last one is processed whole grain. So that's things like breads, pasta, breakfast cereal, stuff like that. So those can definitely and should be included in a nice, well-rounded, balanced diet. And what you should be looking at is if you're eating white bread, you should be moving to brown bread. If you're eating white pasta, you should be moving to brown pasta. the same is with rice. Rice would come under the whole grains. Um, the the thing that we want you to do is you want to make sure that you're not thinking that these are these just the staple. Now there's a little trick, um, and I'm going to give you a little extra resource on this. But if you if you look on the ingredients list of your of your bread or your cereal or something like that, you should be having uh, no more than seven grams of carbohydrate per grams of fiber. And that's a general rule of thumb that helps you to identify what is the good stuff and what is the not so good stuff. And so unfortunately I don't think cocoa pops quite make the mustard but I think something like shreddies do. So there you go. Um, If you actually get all this in place then you're gonna be flying. So you're gonna be feeling fuller which means that you're naturally going to be more satisfied with what you're eating. Uh, you're not going to want to eat as much. And that's a good thing if you want to lose fat. You're also going to have better health because on top of all the fat loss benefits, fiber is actually essential for health. Uh, it helps to cultivate your back gut, gut bacteria, which has got a knock-on effect to pretty much every disease that we get these days. Um, helps to reduce cholesterol, helps to you know, reduce the risk of heart disease and cancer and all the big ones. Uh, basically, the more fiber you eat, Generally speaking, it seems the healthier you are. Um, And then the last one is obviously faster fat loss, and that's what we're here for. So um, if you have any questions, then shoot me a message. Uh, Otherwise, um, enjoy your fiber.